All right, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. We have June Jones from the Dealership Detailing Podcast. What up, June? Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? And we got Mr. DJ Patterson. What's cracking? And we are sipping on some Paps Blue Ribbon. Yes. This was the choice beer for tonight. June, what's up? What's the choice? Why'd you pick Paps Blue Ribbon? Man, it's just, it's really just old school, um... You know, I remember when I first started drinking beer, that's kind of what we was drinking. At 10 years old, bro? Yeah, well, not not, not, not 10, but, you know, um, at a good, you know, good age, drinkable age, guys. But, um, yeah, man, and that's what we used to drink, straight up. That's it, huh? Yeah. Used to always drink the Paps. All right, so what's been going on this week for you guys? Tell me, fill me in. This is a guy that I need to chat with. He uh, is trying to fix my AC unit. Hmm. So you tell us what's going on with your week, and I'm going to catch up with him. Got to get the AC fixed, Marty. Uh Yes, sir. What you been working on, man, this week? Um, This week. You know, this week was tricky this week. Tricky? Because it rained on us on Monday. Did it rain Monday? It rained. So. Like early morning? Yeah. Okay. I do believe it was like Monday. Um, this week really been real smooth for me. Um, just been working on regular full details. Gotcha, you gotcha, know? gotcha. You know. See, I had a, um, was it Monday he told me? One of my good guys, my really good guys, he told me moving back home to North Carolina. So mm-hmm. I'm about to lose a guy. So I got to figure out what to do, what to do there. Um Kind of, kind of caught me off guard because mm. he's been great. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's solid, and uh, it caught me off guard a little bit. Anytime, like, you have someone that leaves your company, um, it catches you off guard, but I couldn't do anything but be happy for him. Like, he's going back to school, mm-hmm. you know, and going back home with his family. Mm-hmm. And I always ask him before, like, you know, why are you living here? You don't have any family here. All your family's yeah. back in North Carolina. You know, why are you here? Yeah. And he's like, man, I, just, I don't know. I just, I'm just, I'm just here. So I was like, cool. And that was last I heard, you know what I mean? That's it. But mm-hmm, when he told mm-hmm. me, I was like, man, I gave him a hug. Like, man, that's, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up, And man. the cool thing about <clears throat> what happened is he told me, he said, hey, like, uh, you know, I was in a really dark place when I first came here and first started with you guys, and you guys pulled me out of a dark place, like, working Thanks, with the team. I appreciate and, it. Uh, and, and just, you know, your leadership and all that stuff, like, it really helped me, you know, make this decision. Like, you've been inspiring me because I can see that as a young person, I can do something, I can create something myself. So yeah. that was that alone yeah. was, was, was I did something right, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you missed it, Marty. Q, I did. What? Q, Q's moving back home to North Carolina. Oh, good for him. Two, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. at first I was like, man, it sucks. But at, and then at the end, it's like, you know what? He said some pretty good stuff about me and the company and just what it's done for him. And it's been great. So Nice. I have cheers. I have good news. Because <laughs> Monday I went to go and it's been how hot? Like today was like 104, it was hot. I think. It was, hot. it was brutal. It was brutal. Mm-hmm. And I went and mowed the yard. Mm. and was ready, you know, like, ready. If you mow the yard, you're sweating. Yeah. Got me a nice beer. I'm like, oh, man, I'm ready to walk back in for the AC. And we got home a little early, and, you know, mine's on a timer, so it then not kicked on yet. And I walked back in. I was like, oh, 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 oh. It was 87 degrees inside oh, my house. Mm. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is brutal. So <laughs> yeah. woke up early today, trying to go get the part. They didn't have it. I had to drive across town to get a part. Went and go put the part on, and it still didn't work. You know how to fix ACs, bro? I don't, bro. So would you YouTube it? No. But I have a neighbor that uh, helps me. Uh, so 
that was him that was calling. He's like, hey, I got bad news. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, man. Because we've been staying at my mom's house. And oh, then, like, gosh, I didn't yeah. want to, you know, I was like, ah, I kind of like to be home. He's like, bad news. I fixed it. I was like, what? He's like, so apparently when that little whatever I had replaced, when it misfired, it it had another switch had to be up in the attic. And he had to find that. You know, either way, I got yeah, AC. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. How's, like, how's that bad news? For real. So <laughs> that bad news is, How much is, 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 no, he's just, that's the way he is. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, no. gotcha. No, so I saved from probably having an actual AC guy come out. I imagine I saved a couple hundred bucks. So I have a guy coming out on Thursday because I might see units leaking from the upstairs downstairs. Mm. So you have to rip the ceiling out of the, above the, in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, just so there wouldn't be no mold or anything. And it's leaking hardcore, so hopefully it's a quick fix. But yes. AC units are no joke, man. Yeah, Anything heating and air. Well, especially right now right in Oklahoma little, with yeah, this summer, like, yeah. like right this I was, far. I was not looking forward to it. So, but hey, my part was twenty five dollars, and I'm back to oh, running. Yeah. There you go, back yeah. home out of mom's house. Right. Back right. home out of right. mom's house. Right. <laughs> All right, so you picked a beer because just old school. Yeah, just old school. It's just, yeah? yeah, just old school, man. You like and to I'm be like an old... Yeah, you you feel to... like you're like... You know, there's people that are like... Uh, they feel like they're an, an old... Uh, what's that called? Yeah, I'm uh, old. An, yeah, old, I'm an old, old soul. I'm an old You feel soul. like you're I'm an old soul. So you already yeah? know, yeah. 86 going on what? No, I'm saying 1986, you know. Oh, man, I can't do that math. I'm 89, I'm 29, so... 31 years young. Mm-hmm. Man, 30s were rough for me. 30, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 29 was rough. 28. I know the rough. 20s was kind of rough, man. No. It was, it, no, it, I it just was mean, good, but. <laughs> I mean, the, the what's happened in the past eight years has been rough. Like, 30s, I can do away uh, with. Okay. Oh, I got you, yeah. Your 30s, you're on the up and up there. I'm on the up and up. Late yeah. 20s is, yeah. Yeah, late, late 20s. Yeah, well, all right, so. Here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That was, was that's your week deal. Is what about him leaving? How's your week? Yeah, no, nah, my week was all right, man. I just um, I just really just been doing just regular details, man. Just you know, hitting the streets, um, doing regular details. Cool. Same old, same old. Just yeah, grinding, just, just different day, different car. Yeah, just trying to keep it going, guys. All right, so a lot's changed. We looked up earlier, November. What did we say? Ninth, November ninth. Yeah. You came on. We yeah. talked about dealerships because you got your own dealership detailing podcast. You and Shout I actually out to the met. Dealership detailing podcast. Shout out to Sharon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, and you and I met at a dealership. So yeah, we did. You came on. We talked about dealership detailing. We did. But some of your stories changed, but. Tell us just yeah. briefly how you got into detailing, what drew you to dealerships, and then we'll go into this next venture in your life. Yeah, most definitely. Um, for the people that do know, you know, I started at um, a Toyota dealership, and um, I came in. And prior to that, I was working at Hillcrest Medical Center. Nice. You know, I used to ride around and get all the... Um, no, you didn't. You were a courier? I was up in... No, I was in there. And I used to have to go to every floor and get their trash. Oh, so even okay. The, um, My first gig out of college was a courier, and I'd go pick up blood and yeah, urine look, samples. Yeah. So, and the worst was going into the old people's home yeah. and get that 24-hour urine. Uh, oh. Yeah. But you know, at the hospital. Or the pap smears. Oh. Yeah. 100-degree weather. Yeah. Oh. But you know, the hospital up in the um, surgery, you know, I used to have to go get surgery in the bio. Oh. So, 
Yeah, it was ugly. It was ugly. At least so, it was AC'd. Yeah, it was. But, you know, just being around. I didn't want to do that. Yeah, know? I get it. And, um, so I get it. I just, <laughs> the memories of walking out to a car where a urine had been sitting in a hot sun. Yeah, it's And all it bad. dried, like, it was rough. It, it most definitely um, all bad, you know. So I did that. I was there for a couple of years, you know. And, um, you know, I always wanted to um, get with the dealerships, you know. and um, But at that particular time, I had a cousin working at the Toyota dealership. And um, so I, I kept working at Hillcrest until I was able to get over there to Toyota. And when I was, you know, I started in as a helper, you know. And um, and this was about like almost nine years ago. So I started as a helper and um, came in as a helper. I think I was making like $10 an hour. And this is the part where a lot of people get um, like, can, you know, get it twisted with the dealerships and just, you know, a lot of people want to come in the game and be detailers and stuff. But... You know, when you start at the dealership, you just got to climb that pole, and they make, and they for sure make you climb that pole, you know, and it, it, it gives you Do they give hard. you some dollars once you get up there? You got to yeah, work man, for them dollars. Yeah, you want a pole, man. Yeah, you want a pole, man. Yeah, and, and, pole. and then, like, yeah, literally on a pole, you know, so. Um, Wake up. Hey, real talk. I got a dollar for you. Hey, real talk, real talk. What are we going to do talk. here hey, now? Real, real, real talk. Hey, and, um. Like, when I got there, I was the lowest man on the polls, what, like, seven of us or something back there, you know, and, and the lowest man. It was, their money, it was Monday night. Monday man. night. Man. Monday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. C, C string. And, you know, so I came in as a helper, and I knew, you know, I came in and just, just started detailing, man. Um, I used to, I remember I used to see how much money I could make my boss, because I knew that everything I was flagging was going to him, you know, so just doing little stuff like that and really trying to take interior serious and just really trying to take the game serious, you know, that's how it all started. All right, cool, cool, cool. So you, you know, uh, in like a fast forward speed, you went basically, I think you you bounced a couple dealerships, but you landed a really great one. I was at Toyota for five years, though, you know. And then you were a manager at the location that I met you at. Yeah, Glover on the River, Chevy. Yeah, and so you were there for a bit, but now that's uh, that's changed, and you have now gone out on your own. Yes. And so now, in the past six months, yes, you've been months. you created you started your own mobile company. Yes. So tell us about that. Like, what what is your company, Jones Extreme? Auto. Yeah. And what do you auto do? Detail. I'm Jones Extreme Auto Detail. I go around and deliver glow packages all day. <laughs> and them is facts. You know, say, say that you deliver. I go around and deliver glow packages all from day. the pole to the glow. Yeah, from the pole to yeah, the glow. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I ride around. You know, we just do full details. You know, I deal with boats and just kind of just doing that, a little bit of everything right now. So where? Nice. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, that's a question for like off the thing. I, you service all Tulsa? Like you're everywhere in Tulsa? Uh, no, nah, I don't. I don't service Tulsa at okay. all. I service Broken Arrow, Jinx, Owasso. Oh, really? You know, Glenpool. You know, interesting. Everywhere. Yeah, I don't be in Tulsa. Really? Never. Like Bigsby, Midtown. I be in Bigsby. Tulsa. But that ain't Tulsa. Yeah, but Tulsa, I don't deal with. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, I try to stay away from Tulsa, Likewise. guys. Yes. Okay. Like, stay away from Tulsa. You don't Tulsa. know when you're driving from Tulsa to Bixby, buddy. But I deal Bixby. with Bixby. I be in Bixby. Not a lot, but June Jones being Bixby. Nice. You know, and just, just go around and just... So is it all mostly retail to, like, like at residential is it servicing back to dealerships? I mean, what's your, what's um, your, what's your business model? What's the sweet spot? 
that's a tricky question for me. Um, but I do got dealership accounts. I yeah. do still deal. I mean, with it's my still good. It's a good place to go get. But some. but I want to do. I want to do a re- rewind. While I was at the dealership, guys, I did not just hop out and just you know mm-hmm. hopped into this. While I was actually at the dealership. I was having Jones Extreme going on. People was dropping cars off by the three to fours while I was there. Um, I was still doing mobile detailing two years prior to that. I wasn't mobile as in um, like a company, but people kind of knew I detailed, and I was just detailing um, just people, close people. Mm-hmm. I didn't get out here and start trying to deal with customers until I left the dealership. So you had a name for yourself while you were working at the dealership. You yeah, had a I was like, period. I was going like yeah, I was you were already middle, doing your thing. And look at this, guys. A lot of people didn't know I was at. Uh, and I'm can, hey, and anything that's said on this podcast is not held accountable for the <laughs> po- podcast. Well, we do zero this, editing. This is, this is so. I, and I'm and I'm being clear on that. And this is the dealership detailer podcast talking from him. Yeah, and um, you know, post to that, you know, I was over at um Mitsubishi Green Country. Um, I used to go to um Glover on the River, work there from. Like eight to you know whatever time to leave, and I go over there um, at the Mitsubishi store and go over their store three times a week and work as Jones Extreme Auto Detail at night. Um, a you, contract. You were it was a getting con- paid. Yeah, you were a contractor. Yeah, that would while come I was in. while I was at the yeah. dealership, you know. And nice. shout out to um, Piper. Um, you know, Piper used to um, link me in with different dealerships. So Jones Extreme been, you know, I didn't just hop out here, you know. And I know yeah. a lot of people just think I popped up, but I really didn't. Like You've been I was, doing it. I've been kind of doing it on the low low. On the low Shout low. out to the people that knew, but it was a lot of people that didn't know, you know. But that ain't never been told before. I just wanted to let that's people know. Yeah. yeah. Well, so and that's interesting. So what we're going to talk about tonight is is how to be able to because there's a lot of guys that, well, you know, that you just talked to. You've talked to them. Yeah, You've probably yeah, met them. Yeah, I mean, even yeah. even the people who work for you or work under you as a manager, you know, that work at a dealership that wish, man, I just wish I could go do my own thing. It's like, man, I just wish I could. It, 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 I really want to go do my own thing. And yeah, and it's like, it's not fun. as easy as it's people not. think. And not. so I think a great topic tonight will be. How, what can somebody do if they're, doesn't matter if they're at a dealership. In my case, I was working full-time at a church, was miserable, not happy. How did I, how do you transition? DJ was working at a car wash. Mm -hmm. So we each had a place, which is unique that we're each three here. We each had a place that we were working. And then we each left to create a mobile detailing business. Yes. And so this is a very good opportunity to talk to some people that are listening that are like, man, I wish I could go do this. I just don't know how. So we're going to dive into like very explicit steps on what you can do if you want to go be a detailer, how you can go start. First, <laughs> before we do that, man, that I got to talk about this beer. Like cliche, I love Paps you know. Blue Ribbon. Hey, that pack, hey, it'll get you, it'll get your engine going. It'll get my engine going? Well, I'm on number two, so I hope it does. I think it's smooth. I I like Paps. And I want to do just one more rewind before we just go into that, because I want to give a lot of backstory for people, you know. Short rewind. Short rewind. Short, short rewind. You know, um, I started at Toyota. 
um, I got laid off at Toyota due to them making their service drive bigger. And I was the lowest man on the pole. We talking five years. The manager was there for 30. It's just a backstory. Left there. They transferred me to um, Jim, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Norton Chevy. You know, the new uh-huh. one that they, yeah. Yeah, the rest of us said earlier, you bounced from a couple bounced, different spots. Left yeah, there, you bounced went to a couple Jackie spots. Cooper. I'd have yeah. been, you know, I'd have been at quite a few. So from you, which Le- is oh, Lexus of Tulsa, which is what I wanted. We talked about a second ago, which is what I think you should tell people. Which you talk about on your dealership detailing podcast. First of all, where do people find that? Um, iTunes, YouTube, and SoundCloud dealership detailing podcast on Instagram. Also, you know, tune in every single Monday. Shout out to Sharome and basically Sharome. I think it's Rome the Polisher. Yeah, Rome the Polisher. Yeah, on you know Instagram, Rome the Polisher. Rome. And you know, and we just every you know the Thinking Man's podcast. You know, we just talk. You know, and just give people Johnny that sits in the in the back room of his of his auntie's house that has no motivation but want to detail, no help. You know, no one to turn to and just have some type of motivation or some type of, you know, outlook or something to grab from to be able to get off the couch and be able to get a customer. You know what I mean? Just to be able to give people hope. The people that just really don't have a chance. You know what I mean? The people that I like, like, like the people with the odds that was against them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With no help. Like, even me, like, no one helped me. Shout out to Marty. I want that. Shout out to Marty. Marty gave me a vacuum. You're all about some first. shout outs. No, no, yeah. Shout out to Marty. He gave me a vacuum when June started the mobile detailing. So, you know. Them, you know, shout out to you and the vacuum work great. I appreciate you on that. You know, but like just people not having the ability to be able to turn to someone for help. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. So what I was gonna say is on yeah. that podcast, you talk about this quite a bit. It's sort of part of your your story. So like a two minute elevator pitch. Why should somebody go work for a dealership? And your main premise is because you can Cut your teeth. You can get some training Best. on somebody else's dime. Like, yeah. like it's why should somebody? I think. Um, oh, I think it's a great idea. What you talk great, about no. a lot. Like somebody, if you want to be a detailer, go work at a dealership because you can. You can. You can get experience. You can mess up cars. You can do a lot of shit to stuff. You can. And you get just get paid for it. You know, and if you mess up a car, they got a body shop right there, or right. you know, it's Same a great right. place to go yeah. learn and cut your teeth. It is. It is, and um, for the people that start, and I think it is, it's like one of the best. And um, you know, you can go and just really just take it serious. You learn business. Um, you learn to deal with customers. You know, on a firsthand basis, talking and dealing with detailing. So um, for me, the dealership, you know, built. You know, just being able to de- do details at a high level, um, fast. In some cases, I'm not saying fast details, but I'm saying like being able to be doing a full detail and be like efficient production production you know mm-hmm. being able to do a full used car and they say hey this is so now you got to stop that and run it you know just being able to be a wiggler it, it teaches you that it teaches you business it teaches you the service drive it teaches you to deal with the mechanics it teaches you a lot so if a person go up in there and really take it serious and use it as a training hub i feel like the chances of them being more... Because you're starting at the bottom when you're at the dealership, the flagpole, like what you just said, mm-hmm. the stripper pole. And that's really what it is. I mean, they're going to run you for money. That's just facts. And that's the way it goes. You, that's just yeah. how it goes. It's you a great place it. to go cut your teeth. Beautiful. And, I, I, and I'll and never take back nothing that I did in the dealership. Like, All right, so let's get into the topic, yeah. right? 
let's go three things. Let's start at the first. So for those of you guys listening on Instagram, yeah. what's up? Thank you. What's up? Um, and if you have a desire, and this is what's cool. We said a second ago, given different situations, dealership, car wash, working at yeah, a church, yeah, like... Car- the car wash side of like what are some like exi- like explicit things that somebody should do if they're going to leave their situation to go start a detailing business all right or first things like so three things <laughs> three things or two whatever like <laughs> but the absolute right, very first things hey you got it? You want me to go or what? Well, is we talk about someone that never detailed and you hopping off the I'm couch. I'm just going to go off the dome, but like, go ahead first. Cause I'm... No, no. Is that what we talking about? Like, I never detailed. I want, I've been on YouTube. I just want to start. I, I, th- I think it's more of a, I think it's more of a, I, I'm, okay, so Marty was at a church. I was at a car wash. You were at the dealership. Wherever you're at in, in, in life, but you know you want to make the jump to do your own thing, what are three things or one thing or two things that someone should know? Because we have we we've been there before, yeah, and we know what I would have told the old DJ a lot of things, but I, I didn't know those back then. So what yeah. are some things we can tell the old June, the old Mark? And I don't think it DJ? matters. So I had in detail, literally. Okay, yeah. So it, literally, my story. I'm sitting at a Chinese restaurant, <laughs> 81st and Sheridan. Kids take you out, yeah. And I am miserable in my job. I hated what I was doing. It, my job description had changed. When I had moved from Texas to here, the job description changed. I was sitting in front of a computer answering phones. I was miserable. Yeah. And so I was complaining to a buddy and that I was living with, and he said, man, I've seen people cleaning cars. Like there was a guy over 101st and Sheridan and had just a trailer and was washing cars. Why don't you do that? I don't know why he said it, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I said, okay, Sounds good. I like cleaning my, my I had a Zuzi Rodeo. Yeah. I was like, cool, I like cleaning my rodeo, and I literally just went out and bought a power washer, put it on a trailer, and all of a sudden, I was a car detailer. So, I don't, like, I don't think it mattered, like, and, and within, <sighs> literally, I don't remember how, I don't remember how quick, I had a couple cars that I did. And it really didn't matter. Like, I sucked at it. I get it. I was horrible. It was just the fact that I made, like, it was my, like, yeah, something drew cool. me to it. it. I don't think And so, yeah. and See, so I right. put in you very right. quickly. Right. I, I, yeah, exactly. It's different. Mm-hmm. It was different, which is why my first thing, which is why I'm going to say my first thing that somebody should do, and that's given for me. You guys have your own things. For me, my first thing, which exactly what I did is after I decided, okay, this is what I want to do, yeah. I was at a staff retreat. All the other staff was sitting there, and I just went, holy shit, I'm done. And I told them that, like, exactly right then, at the end of that retreat, we had done all this something, and we had, you know, gone over whatever, blah, blah, blah. And and I just said, they said, anything else? And I go, yeah, um, I, I want to put in my resignation. I have in my two-week notice. Just, I, I want to go day. clean cars. Yeah. Like, like I'm like, like I didn't give it a, I didn't give it a, I'm going to do it on the side for a couple months or a couple years. Like I fucking just cut the tie and jumped into it. But to be honest, you got to kind of do that. Well, not everybody. Cause your story is different. You didn't. Yeah, I know. You, and we know some other people that are trying to, they want to like, they want to, hold on, hold on. 
I get it. I'm just saying for me, the best thing that I could do was to jump ship, burn the ships, and just go full-fledged into it. Sink or swim. Yeah, it was one of those. Sink or swim, I went into it. And for me, my recommendation would be if that's something you want to do, you only live once. Why go stay in a nine-to-five of something that you do not like doing when you could go pursue something that you do like to do. Because everyone's going to have the same question. It's, it's not the right time yet. I, I, you know, I need this much money first. I need this. I need that. Yeah. yeah. you got to jump sometime. It's never going to be the right time. Like, it's, yeah. sometimes it's still not the right time for me. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like I wish, you know, it, like, you, 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 you just got to jump. And that's kind of what I did, too. And I'll segue into, you know, into kind of my story. But, I mean, I was working at a car wash. And I, I left the car wash. And I started detailing out of the back of my, you know, 99. Good to get it, Marty. Out of, out of my 99 Ford Contour and just like mm-hmm. I just hustled I had like I had five clients that I detailed for on a regular basis that paid me like 40 to 60 bucks every two weeks mm. I was making salary at this car wash pretty good money for 17 I was making pretty good money for 17 mm-hmm. 18 I look back at my like I'm like wow I was like how did I do that there we say some numbers I, I mean how 60 70 it, it wasn't 30 was it oh no we're talking he was 18, was 18 years old, old. Uh, yeah, 30, 18, it, 30, that's pretty good. Yeah. It was, that's hell, it was, that's more than pretty good. Yeah, it was it That's was like good. damn was, good. Yeah. yeah. So I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I worked the warehouse market. I was, but <laughs> I was 18 years old though. Anyways, so, and I just made the jump, but I made the jump and, you know, a couple months into it, it's like, holy crap, like I made the wrong decision. Like, and I had to move back with my parents. Like, I was living mm-hmm. in a nice apartment. I had like, mm-hmm. my rent was like a thousand bucks a month, mm-hmm. split with someone else. Like, but I had a lot of expenses living off the lifestyle that I had when I worked for a company yeah. and I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. And when I made that jump, yeah, I had to move back home with my parents. Like I had to sell some stuff. I couldn't live that lifestyle anymore. Mm-hmm. But I kept pushing through. I was persistent. Like I was consistent. I continued to build, 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 build. And I mean, I don't know if it's paid off yet. But, I, <laughs> but Well, I, so I think one of the things, what yours, your suggestion would be then to create a budget, which is also in mind. That's like, what I'm getting to. Like, yeah. So you definitely want to make a plan first. Like, you know, how much business do I have coming in to where I can make this jump? You know, if if yeah, if, if, the if business plan. isn't there, what's going to happen? So, you know, how much do I need, you know, to make ends meet? Should I stack some money inside? Like, be strategic. Put some numbers on paper and so forth. Once those are on paper and you and you can and you can do it, then make the jump. And then you got to go fucking hustle, man. Like, I mean, because it's not going to come to you. You literally, like, mm-hmm. I had to do so much things that I would never do right now where yeah. I'm at in life back then to make ends meet i had to do all the nasty you, you like, don't want to know like i had to do <laughs> around behind the trash can type of deal like Man, hey, meet God. me in the back room hey, type of deal hey, like hey, hey. His, hey his knees are blistered hey, like it, hey. it happened bro. i had to do a like, lot he had to do a lot of stuff mud. i had to yeah. do it like, so when it's funny it yeah. when my guys now they're just like i don't want to do this 20 year old car i'm like bro yeah like i've been there like we gotta grind out dude so like I don't know, man. Like you, you gotta make a, you gotta have a plan. You can't just okay. You can just people can say you just jump, just do it, just, yeah, just go, just do it. Yeah. But you gotta have a plan. Like yeah. you gotta put some numbers on paper, especially if you have a family. Like you gotta yeah. put some on paper. But yeah. if you're single and, and you only need a thousand bucks a month to live off of, well, fuck, you can jump. I mean, I mean, you can make, you can find a thousand bucks a month somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah, I think you can. Even could. behind a trash can, a thousand. Oh, a thousand. Whatever, like, I was yeah. like, damn. I mean, you got. I mean, yeah. you're eating shit. You're living in an apartment that's yeah. like in a, in a, in a shitty t- part of yeah. town for three hundred bucks a month. And, yeah. You know, you're, you're eating ramen noodles and stuff, but you can make it work. Yeah, you can make it work. But at and, what, I mean, 
Yeah, and that's kind of just, I just, I jumped. I didn't no, have no, you didn't. You just said like you took a couple years. No, no, no. You, 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 you had you, a lot of. You I, had I was, I was, but I wasn't prepared. It wasn't a. It wasn't something. You I did was it better doing. than anyone that I've heard of. But I honestly. wasn't. And I think I that's the point, which is where he's going. Like, but I, I didn't I, have intentions. I didn't have intentions of doing this either, though. I just like this is gonna be fucking cool. Like I'm in my own business. I got this waterless shit going on. Like this is awesome. I'm, I'm my own boss. And then it, it went into what it is yeah, now. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like you had, you didn't intend to go into this on your own, but you had so much built up. You already, yeah, you already had it built you to where you could make the transition easily. Not, well, not easily. Not easily. But, yeah, but, but more planned out. Yeah, but I couldn't see that. And I, I couldn't even see. I Me looking see back that. into where you're at, I, I, I can, like, it, that's, I wish I would have done it that way, in a sense. And I say the same thing, too, to people. I'm like, I wish. I wish that I could plan things out like that. Oh, I the the best I recommendation I have for you. That's what no, I'm, hold, well, you, but you, yeah. in a sense, you did. Yeah. Like, in a sense, you did, and, which is my point. Like, I, unintentional. Unintentional. But you still, which is what I tell people, like, if you have a 9 to 5, cool. But as soon as the, you get 9 to 5, like, that 5 o'clock... You're just gonna go work your second job. You're still yeah. grinding though. That's like, I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you're you're naturally a hustler. You're five thirty to ten or five thirty to midnight or whatever is trying to build your own business mm-hmm. or just grind and provide. But that led into what you're doing now, yeah. which is awesome. Like so, yeah. you didn't meet unintentionally. You had a you had a plan, but it was unintentional and it, it worked out. Yeah. And I say I wish that I could do. Well, I wish my mind's just not wired that way. Like. The the smart thing for me to have done in 2002 would have been to grind out the 9 to 5 and sleep at the computer, which I did. I was miserable. I hated that. Yeah. The, the, the right thing for me to have done, well, right or wrong, I would have been to... Nice. <laughs> I paused just for you. Uh, yeah. Would have been to build the business on the side. Like that yeah, is the yeah. that is the easiest yeah. transition yeah. is if you can you build right, it though. on the side. You're right though. That is the right that's the easiest way. Customer, I couldn't do it. First, I literally had to just fucking jump ship. Yeah. My first customer, like when I and and when and when I when I thought of a customer, it was like more like um someone I just truly didn't know, you know, so just a true customer. My first customer I got when I was at the dealership at Glover. You know what I mean? Like a true, you know, because people knew you do people. Yeah, I have customers from the car wash. Oh, still. okay, okay. I mean, some were leads from a good friend of mine, but yeah, I mean, I, I still have those yeah, customers. So, but when I first, you know, my first customer was at the Glovers, you know, and then so basically on my behalf, and I'm on the Dealership Detailing Podcast, we basically preach, um, like right now. So if we're talking about people just want to start. My first thing I would suggest anybody to do is touch some cars, man. Start touching cars. And you can't be picky. You can't be picky. Just go out there, start touching cars, start getting good photos, and understand the way marketing is moving right now. And just try to understand that part. So a lot of, uh, so a lot of the problem is, and I had the same problem too, is when you jump on you can see what everyone else is doing. You want to yeah, be there, yeah. but you got it. Like got and I always it. say this, I listen to Gary all the time. But you got to eat shit. Like you got to detail the nasty oh, shit pigs. You got to do the mom bands, the twenty year old cars. I mean, you have to do those. 
so that you can build up your money, your revenue, so that you can say no. Like, now I can say no to stuff. I can say, uh, you know what, sir, we don't do yeah. boats. Yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. Before, I was like, yes, 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 yes. I need that extra dollar, right? But you got to grind out. you got to do those things to get and do a good job. you got to treat them just like, I mean, you got to treat them just like they're a person that your demographic that you want to have one day. And then once you build that revenue and you start you start nurturing that other demographic and you start, you know, then you can start tapping into that and getting that, and getting that. Then you start saying no to these people that. But you gotta respect them too. If they, if they call you in three years, and say, "Hey, you did a great job." Go to their car again. Mm-hmm. No, oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm too good for you mm-hmm. now. Sorry, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Like mm-hmm. you can't do that. Mm-hmm. But I guess the point of that was just a little rant was, you know, don't look at what everyone else is doing. It's you know five years in the game. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get there eventually, but you gotta eat shit for temporarily. Yeah, like, you gotta do the the, the, the the mom vans and the nasty, and, and disgusting crap. And that's what we preach on the podcast. I'm about eating the shit, going to the mom and pop dealerships, not being scared to... Yeah, I work for dealerships. Said he thought I was a pop, like, two and a half details. Like, <laughs> yeah, like... Horrible. I mean, just going and just trying to touch cars, getting in them circuits, and um, like you said, doing the 20-year-old cars because 20-year-old cars can turn me on to $600 the next day type stuff. Just really building... Can. Yeah, and that we talk about that, like... You know, dealing with someone cheapy then turn me on to seven hundred dollars the next day, or doing a real good job on a twenty-year-old car and turn me on to a whole, you know, fleet. You know, so really just taking every customer serious and not treating them like, uh, you know, this a quick little dollar. And it, that's another thing. It's a lot of people out here that's detailing is just in it for the money. You really can't be in this game. It's just, this got to be a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Um, to really be, to really be, for you know, I feel like it got to be your lifestyle because you you put too much time into this game. So you think that someone can just? I don't understand. Yeah, break that down. What do you mean? I mean, yeah, <laughs> somebody's so, in it for the money. I mean, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, I think we're all like, I, I'm not gonna do it for free. We're in it for the money. So if this car pull up right here and we get the detail and we like, man, she gonna give us three hundred. We just like. Man, don't do that. Just, you know, do that and just, you know, half-ass that. Ah, okay. Taking your work, doing quality work the best to your ability. In it for that. The money's going to come. I always preach that. that. And me and you go back and forth about that because we talk about money. And you always say, like, you know, I think we're all in it from the money and I don't mean it. When I say it's not about the money, it's not. People offer me stuff all the time. Do I do everything? No. Just like you said, I don't. People offer me, but I'm not doing none of that. I, I feel like I, at this particular time, some of them things I don't have to do because I put in that work in the dealership in them days, and I gave away a lot of free work. You know what I mean? And thank God I'm where I'm at right now. I'm just able to kind of maneuver the way I'm maneuvering. But like, it's not about the money. It's about the quality of work that I provide. And my money's going to come. So I look at, that's why I, I don't really worry about the money. The money's going to come. And I just try to do the best thing, you know, just try to do quality work. Okay, just, so let's let's pause from this and let's chase a rabbit. Right? Let's chase right. a rabbit. Like right. the beer? Yeah. Like the beer? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about no, the no, no, no. We're, we're pausing that. Uh, we're going to chase a rabbit. Okay. We're going to chase go. a rabbit. A white let's rabbit go. or a brown rabbit? Mm, a... I'll go brown yeah, since I'm since I'm weird. two to one. Yeah. I'm gonna go brown. All right, we're gonna chase. The brown yeah, rabbit. we're gonna all chase right, a brown all rabbit all right, all right. since it's got to be colored. All right, come on. Damn. Let's go. Jeez. No, the white rabbits with the with the red eyes are fucking freaky. <laughs> <laughs> or this could be 
No, I'm going to go White Rabbit, motherfucker. Of course you are. I'm going to go White Rabbit because if you called out White Rabbit, then that's a movie quote, and you're supposed to follow the White Rabbit. Do you know what movie you're supposed to follow the White Rabbit in? I'm only 29 years old. Hey, can you tell us what movie you follow the White (laughs) Rabbit in? Oh, man. We'll send you a free hyperclean, the first person that says it on Instagram. Nice. I'm going to give them a chance to do it first, and then I'll, I'll relay the, the movie quote. Okay. Right. But they had multiple, they had multiple movies. Um, you took a red pill or a blue pill. Okay. Uh, but to get to that red pill or blue pill, you had to chase a white rabbit. Oh, I know the movie now. Well, okay, but you can't say it. All right. So, anyway. Someone said it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Precision Detailing 87. Hyperclean come to you. <laughs> and Ben from Green Clean, he's taking the red pill. Damn you, Ben. Uh-huh. All right, so a lot of times when people, you're talking about money and not doing the work or, you know, do I do this or do I not? Like, so the problem that so many detailers have with younger guys starting out or I'm just starting my business is their pricing. They're always so low pricing, and you and and I want to just it's like two minutes, Damn, two minutes. It's a it's a it's a complaint. I know it's a whole. That's why I said we're gonna pause this. But you're talking money, and don't worry about the money. Just do the quality. So so my question is, do you do a hundred dollar detail? I think that is. Or do you? Come out of the gate at two hundred, two fifty. Do you do the seventy-five dollar detail, hundred dollar detail, or do you have the big? Because if I'm not concerned about the money, I'm gonna do the shit work and get it done. But then the guys that are older, mind those motherfuckers. That guy down the road does a seventy-five dollar detail. We see it all the time on Instagram. Everybody complains about it. But the guys that are just starting out. What do you tell them? Do you tell them to I'm go charge go. 250 bucks like everybody else, yeah. or do you tell them to charge 100 or 75 them, just to get stuff going? I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna tell them just do them, you know. And that's where it get tricky. At in a hundred dollar detail, it get tricky. What are we doing for a hundred dollars? Like on the podcast, so people know on the podcast, June Jones on the podcast, we talk about hundred dollar details. Me personally, I'm gonna break the car up and I'm gonna get my hundred. You know, now am I gonna lose my ass? No, but is we gonna give the we gonna give the customer? I don't know what the customer expectations is and what they want, but that's where the detailer need to come in and really figure that part out. You know what I mean? But I think when you first starting off, it ain't no way if you're trying to get to where you know people is, ain't no way you're gonna be able to just hop out because uh, you know it just ain't no way. It ain't no way. So DJ, when you started out, did you do two hundred dollar details? What price did you have? So I was like, I went from people bringing their cars to the car wash to like going to their homes and stuff. Quite honestly, when I first started, I was afraid to go ring the doorbell to ask, to ask them for the keys. Like I was terrified to go ring the doorbell and say, "Hey, sir, I'm here to detail your car." I was so timid. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But it's like I'm in their domain now. Like yeah. they're not. It's just it was weird. And, uh, and and I would go to ask for, for for a price, and I would say, "Oh man, that's too expensive." So I'd be like, uh, "Just fifty bucks, it's fine, like no big deal." Yeah. Like cause I needed fifty bucks to pay my electric bill, yeah. so it's like that's I mean that's that, that's good. 
and, and I had slapped the shit out of myself back then, but like, yeah. But well, that's also how you grew. Yeah, but that's how that's how. But a those lot of, some of those clients are just like, hold on, man, you used to only try, like, fuck, sorry, bro, like, but, my overhead and my and my expertise and my knowledge and my skill level has see, increased. But but I'm yeah, like, like. But so you would tell people to to stay at you you would suggest then people that do a seventy five no. no okay so, so somebody okay, that comes okay, out okay, of the okay. bat what so, should they do they should charge what they want their business to be, be long term yeah but you have to have the skill. To back exactly. it. Exactly. So if you're coming out the gate. Exactly. So, okay, so let's just say, Marty, you had no experience. You're at a church and you started detailing cars. You can't come out for $220 because that's not the skill level that you can put out. Exactly. So if you can put out 75 bucks for a wash and vac and a cold water extraction or whatever, I mean, then that's what you got to do. But yeah, if man. you have the skill level, then absolutely Ooh. you should charge what everyone else, what, what the, the industry, market. what the markets, yeah, what the markets used to. Because there's guys right now that are even that are good detailers, that are really pissing me off with this whole lowballing shit with the coding and stuff. But I won't even go into that at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, different topic. Different you know, topic. <laughs> but and but see, you said it. You gotta have the skill level. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't have that skill level. You know. All right. Look at this. I'd be everywhere. You so know. how to get to that skill level is you charge 75 bucks and get as many cars as you it, can. It, what did I say prior posted? I said touch cars. So mm-hmm. you got to go to the mom and pop dealership. Don't be mad at that. If you just start knocking, you got to go there. That's what you got to do to touch cars. That's why on the podcast we always talk about, you know, for the people that just really want to start, go to the dealership and do what I did. I'm a walking, I'm literally a walking, living proof, you know, that you can go to the dealership. And you can yeah. be successful in the dealership and transcend and take that out and just be able to just at least hover, you know what I mean? But just getting all that training and getting all that experience on buffing and, and millions and millions of cars of interiors and just really taking it serious. You know, I do believe people can come out and be successful. That's what we do preach on the, on the Dealership Detailing Podcast. But you do got to have that skill level. Exactly. And so people coming out charging the 75, I think they just got to touch cars. Now, but yeah, that's really what they just got to do. I mean, I really can't even, you know. Right, so cool. for me coming out doing, you know, dealing with the 75 and 100, you got to do, you got to eat shit. Everybody can't hop in this game and think they're going to get 300 interior. That just it just don't work like that. We've been doing this way too long to understand that cuz if that's the case, Lord knows where, you know, a lot of us would be. If that was the case, when you first came out here, you could have came out here and started doing just off the rip 300 and mm-hmm. it's just It just don't work like that. People got to put their time in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a misnomer, though, too, from a lot of guys that are starting out. Like, yeah, they no. want the big, sh- you know, Man. we talked, we're, we're actually about to launch, uh, and we're working with some guys right now on on doing their logo, doing their... They're brochures, and we're going to launch that whole deal here pretty soon. But you know, there's like, there's guys that are just starting off, and and they they um, they like, well, I just want to do corrections and coatings. I'm like, uh, I I mean, I get it. I mean, I want to do that too. But like, but you're just starting off. Like, you're going to need to build into that. Have to build into that. So yeah, we can do your logo. Hey, let's do your logo. I'll do your logo. And 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 you'll do no, our no, no. In, you'll do our entry song. 
no, no, right? No, no. You I can make stuff. Logo. No, I got my logo. Oh, damn no, it, man. I'll, I'll try to I'll, do some trade no, no, with no, you. No, I, I, we need an entry no, song. Wanna, we ain't got no song. I can get you an entry. Yeah, I All can't. Right. But, no, I was trying to talk to you about, um, you know, you know, putting together, like, dealing with you on that end and trying to figure them out on the customer standpoint and getting them started. That's a whole nother. Oh yeah, that's a whole nother. I thought you were saying you no, 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 logo. No, no. I, I was like, hell yeah, we'll do your song. logo. Shout out, shout yeah. out to Ryder, you know. Um, he the one that's on the entry song of the dealership. Detail yeah, that's what podcast. we need. We need a badass like what entry people, song. What people Our entry song is like, hey, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. But, that's all good. What, what we people, keep it real. All right, so let's go for the beer. All right, yeah, we got Paps Blue Ribbon. Like, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's 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 a smooth beer. Like, it's yeah, one of those smooth. like it, go, it get flat. It's honestly, I like it better than Bud Light. Most definitely. Like, but oh, definitely. Well, yeah, Bud Most Light. Most definitely. Like, I can't say Coors because like I, have, <laughs> I, I ain't had that in a minute. I, I have that. But that's his favorite. I can't oh, okay. ever say that. I hope you don't break your phone. No, 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 It's smooth though. Like. It's and then the six point like in the liquor store like it's easy. yeah like it's it's a strong yeah, beer but it's smooth like yeah I, I was fine with it when you said it what do you like about it why do you like it I told you man it's old school man no, I mean but what do you you like drink it like what do you, I mean, when you drink it bro, why do you always go back not just as old school just, I mean I feel great you yeah know? yeah it is smooth. smooth yeah it's real smooth like it's real smooth and it it catch up with you, most definitely all right so the reason why I like it and I didn't ever used to drink. Um, I didn't ever used to drink uh, Paps. I never had really drank much of it. Yeah. But after my divorce, I knew that I needed to go somewhere on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Most people, when they go through a divorce, they'll just go party. Mm -hmm. And I get it because you're used to being at home. Yeah. All of a sudden, you don't have anybody at home. You want to go do something. So naturally, as a guy, you go drink, right? Mm -hmm. Or you go to a bar. Or you go to, mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, I didn't want to go. So... I started going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm -hmm. It's a mile from my house. I was like, you know what? If I have any issues, if I drink too much, like... Uber. I can Uber. <laughs> or this was before Uber. And so <laughs> yeah. I knew I was literally like... I was like, this is a safe bet for me. And it worked out. I don't recommend that for everybody, of course. If we're going to be... Uh, was it socially acceptable? Don't drink and drive. But I knew I was half a mile, a mile from my house. Like, mm -hmm. cool. If I did it too much, I was, I still, anyway, Buffalo Wild Wings was like my second home. I was there, what, three or four nights a week sometimes? I like, was never there with the other night. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just, I knew I was safe. And so, a little bit into it, you know, you're spending at Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, you're five, six, seven bucks for a pint, depending on what beer. And then one night, it was one of the first times I met Chacho, Right. At Buffalo? At, At Buffalo Wild. That's how I know Chacho. And he was a guy that we just drank with all Chacho the time. Cool. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, oh, man, I'm drinking Peps. I was like, what's that? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> oh, well, it's a $1.99 beer. That's what it is. And I went, yeah. oh, so I can go from $2. I can go from $5 to $2. Like, sold. And so for years, I drank Peps at, uh, at, uh, at Buffalo Wild Wings until... And I almost got it today when I was there. I almost got Lone Star because it's sitting at the liquor store. It's sitting right next to Paps. Wow. And Lone Star's just a little bit smoother. And it was a little bit cheaper. Did it beat up today? No. When I picked up Paps. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was going to say, man, where was the invite? Uh, the invite was you were just told us you were out working. Doesn't matter. Was I at B-dubs today? 
yes. I did have a lunch at B-Dubs <laughs> where I met a customer. So I apologize. You were not invited, and it is what it is. I'm a customer, but it is what it is. Yeah. All right, so that's why I like Paps. I think it's smooth, and it's cheap. And if you're a divorcee that is going through that shit, <laughs> you can go get drunk for cheap. But then Uber home. And then Uber home. We have Uber now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Socially acceptable. Good point. Yes. Don't be like me. But you didn't have Uber back then. I didn't have Uber. That's bad true. Bad choices. Yes. Bad choices. Bad choices. All right. So first things we did that. All right. What do you recommend? What do you recommend after somebody has left? What do you think that they should do? What's what's their next thing that they should do? Um, what left their job? They've left their job. They've started. You know, we all just said, "Here's your first things that you need to do." Mine was burn your ships. We did the create a budget, that type of deal. So, what do you think the next, like the next thing? You want me to go? Yeah. You got it, Amigo. No, go ahead. I'm gonna say here's where I put. I'm gonna say market, and it's not to me. It's not create my packages, yeah, do a bunch of brochures, buy a bunch of tools. No. Like, no, be no, I'm no. all of a sudden a detailer. No. no, if if I've just left my job yeah. and I need money or AKA touch cars, I need customers, mm-hmm. then. I immediately need to get my ass out and yeah. market. So I do not remember buying business cards, buying a website, cards, buying brochures way. at first. Yeah. That was like secondary. My first thing was, hey, I'm a detailer. Hey, I can clean your car. Hey, do you need your car clean? Hey, fuck, I got to pay rent. Yeah. I need to go clean cars. Yeah. Like So to me, Shit, it's, it's not go buy a bunch of stuff. But go start, like, go start making calls. Go start meeting people. Go start doing things. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, so I did, I, I mean, I went and bought business cards. I got nice yeah, uniforms. They did all that stuff to, like, because my, my, my personality trait is, like, well, for instance, like, I, if I'm in, like, if I'm in a room, it has to be completely clean before I can actually be like focused on what yeah. I want to do. Like, I, <laughs> so, so right now, like I'm fucking freaking out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. I haven't been here all day, and Marty has shit all over my table and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, but hey, yeah. so that's an interesting. Like, that's what's interesting. Like you, and and this is where it's different. Which is why it's great to have three people. So for me, that was me. Uh-huh. Mine was jump ship and just go start like just go start swimming i have to have and you've got and that's fine so do like say what you think because for me it was just jump ship and go start i need to have i need to have my prices in place i need to have my packages in place i need to have my uniform and my uniform back when i first jump ship was like like I had I went into Walmart and bought like a green polo, yeah. and then I would buy like a couple more. So if I had to help, because I had my brother help me, my dad helped me, my mm-hmm. sister helped me, my mm-hmm. my best friend helped me, a few other friends helped me. Like so, I would have a shirt for them to wear. So we looked professional. But it was like a Walmart cotton, mm-hmm. like a hundred percent cotton T-shirt, whatever. But uh, I mean, I had to have everything in order first, then I could detail. Like, and uh, I mean, yeah, that puts me back. Nice, nice, nice. That sets me back. Even in my own home, like for instance, like. Like, I need to do, 
right. I need to work on a project for a different venture that I'm working on now. I need to, you know, create this you know, program or whatever. Yeah. But I'm so stuck with like I can't focus because my house is dirty right now. In this room, and it's like mm-hmm. there's my wife has shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. The kitchen's not clean. Mm-hmm. Like I can't push forward. Mm-hmm. Marty moves fast and like gets shit done. Like how did you do? Like, yeah. and, but it's like because you just fucking go. And that's what kind of holds me back sometimes with stuff. So, but, but my weakness is I don't pay attention to the details. But exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> like that trait that I have has definitely benefited me because of the professionalism, yeah. the, the the attention to detail, the quality. Did you the, realize he just called me unprofessional. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. hey. And, and, and all that definitely like I mean it followed me through where I'm at now. So it's definitely a, a plus. But looking back, if I mean I. I would say, sorry, DJ, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not going to do that. But talking to my older self, I'd say, hey, man, just, just fucking grind out. Like, Mark, like, go do what you need to do. Yeah. And don't worry about, like, if everything, just do it. Like, don't worry about being everything in place. Yeah. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. And when you need something, go get it. Go get it. But unless yeah. it's requested or whatever, you know. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, in the early, in the, in the beginning phases, you, you just got to, it's, it's yeah. you just got to just. I think some people, I mean, the reason why I wanted to bring that up is I think some people get bogged down in, I need to have the right package. I need to have the right yeah, brochure. Right. I need to have matter, I need right. to have everything perfect. Because if you can't get a customer, what what does it matter? Well, no, if you can't do the work, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, that's my point. But like, you can't do the like work go you do the work. <laughs> go market. You know, like, like, you can market without brochures. Yes. At I'm, I'm point, literally talking. I'm literally talking. Yeah, like, you're, you're week two. Yeah. Like, I'm literally talking, you just need to clean cars? Yeah. Like, yes, like, a couple months into it, yes, then I went and got a logo. Yeah. Yes, then I went, you know, I I That's saved kind of some I, money yeah, from yeah. cleaning a couple cars yeah. and reinvested it. Most definitely. And then go buy a bunch of stupid shit. I reinvested into, okay, what do I need to do next? So, but the first thing was, I just needed to go... Tell people that I at church, tell friends, mm-hmm. tell family, mm-hmm. tell anybody that yeah. you can you got that you clean cars. You got to. And do it at a good rate and do a good job to your yeah, point. Make sure that you do everything on point. Yeah, man. And that will help. To your best ability. So what do you wow. think? What do you think somebody should do like second like second thing out of the gate? What do they need to do? For you, like what did you do? Um, really be motivated. That's, okay, that's you it was only, motivation. Yeah, motivated, man. I, I, what, what people got to understand, I, I, I jumped ship at a very bad time. We're talking December. <laughs> Christmas was like next week or something like that. You know what I mean? So freezing. To be a mobile detailer dealing with water, that was not a good decision. It was a good decision. <laughs> I was waiting to see how long that would go. I know. You used what? I know. You used water? That's why I said that. Yeah. So I wanted you to understand the frustration. I don't understand first shit. You shouldn't okay. be having frustrations because you should be using some waterless. But doing that. In December, that was it was not I, I bad. Wasn't, I wasn't saying it was a bad deal. January, for me. It, February, it, it, that it was when out. it was tough. Yeah, it was. It was good. It worked out for me. And I'm just saying, guys, if I didn't do what I did post dealership, ain't no way Jones Extreme Auto Detail will even be able to sit here at this table today and just be here as that. You know, it just ain't no way. If I did not do what I did post-dealership, it is no way 
No way. So uh-huh. people think that they can just hop up out the game and get out here. Just like DJ said, good luck. <laughs> good luck. It's tough. I mean, especially right now. So uh, since good luck. good luck if you plan on do if you plan on growing it to scale. If you want to do it your own by yeah, yourself, yeah, and yeah, you plan yeah, on just being yeah, your yeah, own yeah, self, yeah, yeah. you you you're, you're gonna have yeah, good luck because yeah. yeah, you can easily. But how long can you grind? Yeah. How I mean, long do you want to grind? Is the question. That's a good question. How long you know, do you want to grind? Yeah, I'm still grinding. Yeah, like and yeah, like yeah, the grind and I have six or seven. Like I'm still grinding. Yeah, like, I just, walked in this podcast what five minutes before it started, like yeah. sweating, like ah, like, you all right? I'm like, yeah. it just, don't stop. No, it doesn't. It, it's a never ending. It does not stop. Hey, but he didn't tell you why he was sweating. <laughs> what? We already talked about it earlier. It wasn't. He has to do some hand. things. You know, wasn't behind the pole. Hey, 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 hey. That's too funny. All right, so. Don't forget, here in a moment, we've got... I already know. Tipsy time. I just don't know how tipsy sensitive time. our guest is, so I don't know where to go. Oh. No, no, no. What's you talking about? Tipsy time is like, this is like when you're towards the end, you're at a bar, you've been drinking, you start asking inappropriate questions, maybe. So you're about to be in the hot seat for Man, tipsy time. But people know how I rock, so come on, it's whatever. People know how I rock. We I don't do. know how you rock. Well, That's why he's the saying. The dealership detailing podcast know how I rock. All right. You plug that podcast. That's Y'all fine. better go, hey, hey, go, go, go. Hey, go. Listen, hey, hey. you guys better go and subscribe to his podcast, yeah. rate it, review but, it, but listen you know, to it. Shout out to the you know Pints and Polish podcast. You know I've been on here. I was like one of the first. You were. Guests. You were very quick. You know I was on. You know so um you know it's all. I love Marty done been on the dealership detailing podcast, you mm-hmm. know, and we have, you know, it's all I love. Y'all know it's all I love. All right, so let's rate the beer. Okay. We got Paps Blue straight. Ribbon, one out of one five. Man. All right, one out of five. How do you rate the Paps Blue Ribbon? I'm going to have to say five. Hell yeah, you it's are. Smooth, A big man. five. A five. You five. Know, it's smooth. I'm not going five, but you're yeah. going five? Yeah, I'm five. Yeah, you know, five? I'm going five. Okay. I'm going five. DJ. I don't, I don't drink. I can't tell you the last time I drank beer. I don't drink beer like that. The technically just like if you're gonna classify it, I classify it's this not as classy. like classy. No, it's... no, no. I'm classifying this in like the Bud Light, Coors Light, Pabs, yeah. like um, like we gotta uh, figure out Miller High Life, like it's in that class. Like okay, that. so I think this is where I was going. If we're gonna go technical, let's go technical. I think that's called a pilsner. I yes. think we're okay. drinking a pilsner. Correct, which is like the, the the mainstream, right? Like the main, like the yeah. The 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 beer does not tell me what it is, but I'm going to define it as a pilsner, which is our mainstream. Yeah, it's our main American beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, if we're going there, then I'll give it a four. Because it's like it's like Bud Light, like it's, it's yeah. much more smooth than Bud Light. Yeah. It doesn't trump Coors Light. Miller High Life is smooth, yeah. but it's kind of yeah. it's, it's end, so back light. End. Yeah, but this is smooth. Yeah, like it's there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, if you drink a lot of three point two, I have a headache tomorrow morning. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, we will need to figure out if it's a pilsner. What's the difference between a pilsner and a lager? Yeah, true. That would be a, a good thing to figure out. But we're the Pints of Politics podcast. We should know this, right? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're all in this together. Hey, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not beer professionals by any means. Um, I, I, I'm not going to give it that. You're rating it as 
in that category. The mainstream. And I, I don't ever do that. I just go based on, do I like it? One to five. Oh, you don't want to go... I, I would rate it a two. Right. You category it. I category mm-hmm. it. And I don't. I just go one to five. Right. Cool. Yeah. So if you just go one to five on a random beer, you're going two. I mean... Or if it's a Pilsner, you're going to rate it as a four. <laughs> is that what you said? No. I'm just saying, like, if this is the... Like, we're rating this beer, like, one to five, like, it's like it's on a one or a two because, like, I drink the, the more, like... Yeah. There's so many yeah, more so with many flavors. So much, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it'd be a one or is like it's just it yeah. would it wouldn't be in like it wouldn't be in my. It's your 